you have to hear me out. Purpose is not just an event that you have and then it ends. Purpose is an ongoing process or journey of discovering, of rediscovering, and depth. Welcome everyone to the God Be Known podcast. I am your host, Samuel Tekka, and this is the podcast where we want to know God through the Bible, live in our God-given meaning, and also let God be known. Thank you to all the listeners and all the constant and faithful uh, watchers of the podcast. If you're on YouTube or on any of our audio platforms, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, tuning in, for following, for sharing the podcast. I, I do want to extend an apology out to uh, the listeners, uh, I know it may be confusing as there are maybe a couple things changing, you know, statements and, you know, look and all those different types of technicalities, but bear with me as I try to, you know, discover, grow and be 1% better each and every single week. Um, and so last week, I know I talked about how on this podcast, we were going to bring you know, biblical teaching, you know, and also leadership tips, and also, you know, uh, talking about how to live out our meaning. Uh, there's just one thing that changed, both of them are still going to remain. But thing that I wanted to change was the leadership. Um, I won't be doing some leadership teachings. But rather, I will still be continuing knowing Jesus, knowing God through the Bible. Um, and also, teaching people or helping people to live out their God-given meaning and therefore let God be known uh, through that. And so uh, that's that's what, you know, I kind of changed. And I, I think I'm pretty official on that. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, I think, yeah, I think, I think I'm pretty set on that. And so anyways, if, if you're, if you're coming onto this podcast and you're trying to figure out what to expect from it, I think I'm pretty official when I say that uh, we are going to know God through the Bible, through some biblical teachings, and also learn how to live uh, a God-giving meaning. And ultimately, that will help us to, to let God be known in our context, in our world. And so just wanted to say that before we get started. Today, I want to talk to you guys about five mistakes Christians make trying to find their purpose. I think this is something that I find to be relevant in my life and also uh, see in other people's life. And I want to clarify a couple of things and I also want to bring solutions to them as well. And so uh, enough of waiting and let's get straight into it. Mistake number one that Christians make is we try to find purpose or we try to identify our purpose outside of God. And I just want to be very bold and very clear and really just make this statement to say that purpose cannot be found outside of God. We may taste of purpose. Uh, we may experience momentarily a sense of purpose at, at certain times in our life. But in order to live in purpose, in order to live every day on purpose and live out your God-given meaning, it, it requires God. It requires God. And for you to determine and to solidify and also for you to, to establish 
that your purpose cannot be found outside of God, but rather in God and in God alone. Acts chapter 17, verse 27 and 28 says, God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. Hear this, verse 28, for in him we live, we move, and we have our being. Catch the language there. It says in him we move, we live. And hear this, we have our being. The reason for our being, the reason for our very existence is found in him. And this is just so clear in this passage. And there are, by the way, so many other passages that lead us to this conclusion. That purpose cannot be found outside of God. Our being, our existence cannot be found outside of God but rather we are found and purpose is found in him. But many times the temptation and it's the natural tendency of any human being because we are flesh and we're, we're prone to uh, go anywhere but to God, but to ourselves and to you know the ideologies or to the concepts and the, the thoughts of the world. Rather, instead, we need to trust in him. And that's what Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 says. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Catch this. Do not depend on your own understanding. But what are you to do instead? Seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you which path to take. Most of us, what we're trying to do is we're trying to find our purpose. And God is giving us the key to get on the path towards finding whatever we're trying to find, which is to seek him, to be in him. And guess what? He will show you the path to take. He'll show you what path to take when it comes to living and identifying your purpose. So that's mistake number one, is Christians try to find purpose outside of God and purpose cannot be found outside of God, but rather in God. And so therefore seek him. And don't depend on your own understanding. Mistake number two. Christians confuse purpose with what or how instead of answering the question why. Let me explain. Purpose doesn't answer the question, what do you do? Purpose doesn't answer the question, how much do you have? But rather it answers the question, why do I exist? And in my conversation with other people and in my journey of trying to discover purpose, I have come to the conclusion that people have limited purpose to be what they do or what they can do or what they have or how much they could have. And let me just point out an example. A car could do many things. When you think about a car, maybe you're in the car right now, you're driving, and you're listening to this podcast, right? But if you're not, take car, for instance, it could do many things. A car could play music. A car could blow out hot air or cold air, hot air when it's winter, cold air when it's summer. A car also has a lot in it. It has X amount of horsepower. It has an X amount of seating in the car, but ultimately a car's purpose is to drive. 
It's to go from A to B. And many of us are chasing what we could do or how much we could attain or how much we could have in life, but we're not really moving anywhere. And the reason why we're not moving anywhere is because we're not living in our purpose. And just as the purpose of a car is to drive, you have a purpose as well, but we're not using the purpose. We're not living in the purpose. And the why is the reason for your drive. The why is the reason for your passion. The, re the why is the reason for your inspiration. The why is the reason for your motivation, your fulfillment, and also, yes, your perseverance, even in life. Why do I bring this up? Because many people I talk to, when I ask them what their purpose is, especially as, as an Ethiopian, they tell me it, it's, it's a job. Or they tell me it's how much they can make from the job. And my heart has empathy because I've been there. But just something in me itches just to tell them, listen, purpose is not just what or how. Purpose is why do you exist? And here's the reason why it's important for us to answer the question, why instead of what and how. And it's the third mistake that we all run into. Christians have a shallow why. Listen, if your why can be stolen, or if your why can be destroyed, it's too shallow. What are you gonna do when you have your job, your dream job? And then what are you gonna do when you lose it? When it's either taken away from you or stolen, does that mean your existence stops at that moment? What are you gonna do when you have X amount of money or you get X amount of money? And then guess what? It's either destroyed or it's lost. Does your existence stop? Does your purpose stop? Does your meaning stop in that moment? Absolutely not. But Christians, we've adopted this mentality, haven't we? We have a shallow why. And if your why could be stolen or destroyed, it's too shallow. As a matter of fact, if you have a shallow why, you're not able to endure through the persecutions and also the trials of life. There's this philosopher by the name of Frederick Nietzsche where he says, he who has a why to live can bear almost any what or any how. You hear that? If you have a solid why, he says you could bear, you could endure, you could persevere through any what or any how. Jesus says something similar in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 27. He says, listen, a wise man is a person who hears and practices my word, that when the storm, the wind blew and came crashing upon that house, it was able to stand because his house was built on solid rock, a solid why, not something shallow. But if it is on something shallow, when the storm comes, when the wind blew, and it beats against that house, it falls with a great crash. Why? Because it was built on something shallow, on sand. And many of us, we're building our why on sand, on something shallow, on money, status, power, a job, 
and so on and so forth. But listen, purpose is not answering the question what or how. Purpose is answering the question why. Why? So not only is it good for you to answer the question or to, to, to get the answer to your question on what purpose is by asking yourself if your why could be stolen or destroyed. But you could also ask yourself this question. Is it transferable into eternity when you die? Is it transferable into eternity when you die? I love what Jesus says. He said, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there, your heart will also be. Do you hear that? He says, while you're on this earth, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, i.e. it's transferable into eternity. So I want you to begin to ask yourself, is your why too shallow? Can it be destroyed or can it be stolen? And is it transferable into eternity? If it's, any, if it's neither of those things, any of those things, it's too shallow. Mistake number four. Christians believing purpose is an event instead of a journey. You have to hear me out. Purpose is not just an event that you have and then it ends. Purpose is an ongoing process or journey of discovering, of rediscovering, and depth. Think about our relationship with the Lord as Christians. If we just stopped our relationship at salvation, we would be complacent in our relationship with the Lord. But what the Lord actually requires is ongoing, a journey of depth, a journey of discovering and rediscovering Him. The Bible says to us that to know Him, God, and the one whom He has sent, Jesus, is eternity. In other words, it takes eternity to know him. Song of Songs, chapter five, verse two says, arise, my love, open your heart, my darling, deeper still to me. See, God requires us to get up out of our slumber, get up and not be complacent and go deeper in our relationship with God. But there's a cost that comes with that. And the question we've got to ask ourselves is, are we willing to pay the cost to go deeper? We've got to be humble. One thing that I've come to know is that the more I know, the less I know. <laughs> the more I know, the less I know. I'm humbled every single time I arrive at the place or I think I arrive at the place of, I know it all about God or I know it all about my purpose. And then he just humbles me to say, ah, uh, go deeper. He humbles me and say, ah, you have yet to discover and rediscover my purpose and my plans and what I have for you. So we got to continually seek. We got to continually study and we got to repeat over and over and over again. Hear me, Christians believing purpose is an event instead of a journey is a big mistake that we make. We need to Discover, rediscover, and find depth in that. Mistake number five and the last thing. Christians mixing the world with God. This is a common mistake 
that I have made, and it's a common mistake that I see other people making. Listen, Christians do not adopt nor adapt, don't conform to culture or or society's definition of purpose. And most of us, the reason why we're not living in our God-given meaning or our God-given purpose is because we're mixing the world's definition of purpose with God. We're not only confused, but we're disheartened and we're discouraged. Why? Because we're mixing the two. Instead, we have to be devoted to understand and live in God's will. See, sanctification is the Holy Spirit cleansing the world inside of us out so that he can set us apart as holy, to think differently, to live differently, to understand differently, to understand like God understands it, to see it like God sees it. But we're mixing. And 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 and 17 says, Do not love this world nor the things it offers you, for when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving. And hear this. This is what our world limits purpose to. This is, this is the world's definition of purpose. It offers only a craving for physical pleasure. Some people in the world have limited purpose to just be getting physical pleasure. A craving for everything that we see. In the world, we've limited purpose to be everything that we see. The Bible continues on and says, and a pride in our achievements and our possessions. The world offers that. It offers a craving for physical pleasure. It offers a craving for everything we could see. And it offers pride in our achievement and our possessions. Tell me that this is... This isn't what the world defines purpose to be, to have, to have achievements and possessions. And it's sad to say, but even we as Christians have adopted and adapted to that mentality of what purpose is, and we're mixing. But the Bible continues on and says, it says, these are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away. All that for what you could, your physical pleasure, for what you could see, your pride and achievements, it's fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. So what's the application from this? The application is to learn from the word instead of the world to identify what pleases the Lord. What's the purpose of the Lord on your life? And pray, catch this, pray that the Holy Spirit gives you an ongoing desire for what the Lord desires for. Because many of us that are listening to this right now are probably like, I see what the word of God says, but I don't have a desire for it. And some of us are maybe beating ourselves over the head because we don't have a desire for what the Lord desires for. Okay, fair. Of course, our flesh desires everything opposite from the spirit, which is what the book of Galatians says, which by the way, we're gonna learn about that in our series on Galatians. 
But hear this. We cannot desire for what the Lord desires for in our own strength or in our own will. We can't muster up the desire for what the Lord desires for because our natural tendency and what we're prone to is to desire for everything opposite from what the Lord desires for. But rather, it's the Holy Spirit that gives you the desire for what the Lord desires for. So that's why I say, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord to give you the desire. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the desire. And the Bible says when you ask, listen, you will receive. If you seek, you will find. If you knock on the door, the door will be open to you. That's the promise God has given you and I. So when we ask the Holy Spirit for a desire for his purpose and his will in our lives, he will give us that desire. So those are the five mistakes that Christians make. Listen, Christians don't make the mistake to try to find purpose outside of God. Christians don't confuse purpose with what or how instead of answering the question why. Christians don't have a shallow why, have a solid why something that it cannot be stolen or destroyed and something that is transferable into eternity. Also, Christians believe that purpose is not an event, but it's a journey. It's a journey of discovering, rediscovering, and depth. And the last one, Christians do not mix the world with God. Do not mix the definition of purpose that the world gives with the definition of what God gives when it comes to purpose. That's it for me. And, and if you guys gained any benefit or value from this podcast, I highly encourage that you subscribe or you follow uh, on all our audio platforms or if you're on YouTube right now. I want you to su subscribe there as well. And I really believe that the more we share the content, the more we get it out there and the more people can benefit and gain value from this. I want to lead you towards a next step. If you want to live in your God-given meaning, you really want to know what that is and you want to figure out what you love to do, like what you personally love to do. And it's something God has really put on your heart, but you just need some help to really draw that out. And then ultimately to make an impact and difference in this world, I have a course that's available called A Meaningful Life where I equip Christians on how to do that. For more information, you can go down to the description either on YouTube or if you're listening on the audio platform, you could see it in the description there on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Click the link that says A Meaningful Life and look more into that. And I don't know where you're going to get the money, but get the money because it's worth it. And I really believe you will gain value from this. Uh, it's just, it's so beneficial. And so highly encouraged that you do that. And it's only $70. Listen, you cut out Starbucks for a couple of weeks, man, put that into something that could, you know, really benefit your life and grow your life in just such a way that that's fruitful. And so um, not saying that buying Starbucks is not fruitful, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, invest into yourself. It, it will really benefit you. Listen, I want you to know God and let God be known. I want you guys to have a great week and also have a great day. All right. Bye-bye.